0: Welcome to the Birds Eye View podcast. I'm Jeff McLean. you along with Wes Bowen. Hello, hello. And Paul Domilich. And Bonjour. Welcome back, Damo. We missed you the other day. Uh, and I missed you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the Birds Eye View podcast uh, from the Philadelphia Inquirer. Equals beat reporters. Please read all, read all our stuff at Inquirer.com and please subscribe uh, at Inquirer.com and join the newsletter. 19,000 strong, apparently. We have uh, now subscribing to or getting the newsletter uh, early birds in their email, email box every morning. Uh, Eagles are playing game five this Sunday at home against the New York Jets. And while this should be a layup, mm-hmm. especially if Sam Darnold doesn't play a quarterback, the Eagles are a little beat up. And we don't know what's going to happen A quarterback. Sidney Jones did participate in practice on Wednesday on a limited basis. My guess is maybe he can play. My question to you guys is, should they even put him out there?
1: I kind of don't think so, just because of his history. Last year, he had a hamstring pull like this in the Giants game, the first Giants game. He came back, and he heard it again, and he heard it again. You know, I mean, if we're really going to find out whether this guy's any good, it can't be while he's running around on one leg. You know, I really don't think... Uh, the Jets have the passing game weapons uh, even if you do have to play and we don't know that Craig James can even stand up for 10 plays without falling down but assuming that he can uh, you know I, I just think they ought to be able to patch and fill without him this week but uh, I don't they might not do it that way they've got they've subtracted Jonathan Cyprian from the safety from the safety position on in a trade this week and uh, they might feel like they don't have the numbers back there, you know, to, to get through another – if they have another one of their patented injury-filled games, uh, they could end up, uh, you know, playing backup offensive lineman at corner or something.
0: Right. It doesn't look like Ronald Darby's going to play. He still has the hamstring strain. He wasn't in practice on Wednesday. It wasn't even out there when we were out there. Avante yep. Maddox is in the concussion protocol. At this point, you have to – And wearing a neck brace. Oh, I didn't see yeah. that. yeah. Wow. You should read my story. Uh, I did read your story. You did a very (laughs) good job on Sandejo today. Um, uh, We'll get get to him in a second. Yeah. But so if, let's say Sidney can play, Mm -hmm. then what's the cornerback position going to look like? You know, they re-signed Orlando Skandrick. I imagine he will be in the slot. The, you know, the trusty old uh, Russell Douglas will be on one side. Mm -hmm. And then, I guess, Craig James on the other right side. Craig James on the other. Yeah, and then you yeah. have to call up one of those other corners
2: for, off the practice squad that they signed. Yeah, with. plus, I mean, they'll go with a lot of three safety. Uh, you know, I mean, they'll make do. Um, I mean, I don't personally think it's a very good idea to put Sidney Jones out there. Uh, why aggravate – a guy that's had hamstring history, yeah. you know, why put him out there and risk uh, a long-term injury?
0: We saw what happened last year when he tried to play on the, in the Cowboys. <coughs> game. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. That was terrible. Um, I, let's just stay on Sidney a little longer. The questions that were asked of him, uh, that were asked about him, to Doug Peterson and Jim Schwartz and and Corey Unlin, it's tough to put them in the spot and say, can you trust Sidney or what's right. going on with his hamstring or something like that. But at this point. You have to wonder if this is a guy that can can hold up over the course of a sixteen game season, which he's yet to do in the last two seasons. Certainly in the first season, and do it, but they didn't expect him to coming off yeah. the Achilles. You know, when I spoke to him this off season, he, he focused on uh, conditioning, long distance mm-hmm. conditioning to yes. help him be able to kind of, he said, sustain uh, you know soft tissue injuries over the over the period of you know a long growing f- yeah. four months of the season, but. Already we're having – we don't know. We're not doctors. We don't know why he's he's getting these injuries. He's, he's not
1: the only one. And It's yeah. weird because it didn't happen to him in college. You know, he played a bunch of games at Washington without anything like this, uh, apparently. He didn't miss games because of it anyway. And ever since he's gotten here, obviously he started out with the Achilles, and, and that was known before he was drafted. But the time since then, uh, you really have to I, – I've kind of done a 180 on this this week, I guess. I've been a real – strong supporter of his I've thought that he's played well when he's had chances you know he's had some bad moments but I think for a young corner he's done some good things there's a lot of talent there a lot of speed but wow I mean going down on the second series in Green Bay in a game that you have to win and obviously it's not his fault that he gets hurt but like you said how do you count on that you can't it's uh, it's kind of almost creeping into a crisis level thing and And this is something I talked about and then Reuben Frank talked about in a story he wrote today. Uh, The whole Jalen Ramsey mania is in some part born of the fact that Sidney Jones has not become what he was drafted to be. You know, if two and a half years ago, the idea was that by now, Sidney Jones would be a number one corner in the NFL. Maybe not the best corner in the NFL, but certainly a guy who would be
2: a good player for a contending team. Mm -hmm. That just isn't true. Yeah, I mean, right now, he's looking like one of their more disappointing draft picks over the last several years. I mean, even though he was taken in the second round, they considered him a first round pick. Um, I think everybody did. Yeah, Yeah. I mean it was. I mean he was a top. He was considered a top fifteen pick before the Achilles. So um, you know, right now he's looking like a a guy that, you know, it's it's too it's too early to judge the ability because he's been hurt so much. But
1: yeah, I'm not advocating
2: cutting him or anything. But I really think this is
1: trending in so much the wrong direction. Yeah,
0: we've seen before where guys will compensate for the coming off a of major mm-hmm. injury, Achilles or ACL, and will start to get other injuries. But this is—he's so far removed from the Achilles injury. You have to want. Well, some guys don't ever really are never really themselves after an injury like that.
1: That's a good point. This could be
0: an example of
1: it. Some guys are like Brandon Brooks, but it's a different position and a different guy. Yeah. You know, Sydney. Uh, one of those things. Y- you look at a guy's frame. And he has such a th- spindly frame. He has legs that are just really, really thin. And yeah. I, I kind of, when he first came, I thought, well, he looks a lot like a Sante Samuel. But the other guy that he looks a lot like is Todd Pinkston. <laughs> you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I've, I've, I, I, I'm, I'm, with you there, Les. I, I've kind of focused on that uh, in some of my reporting and and in talking to him about. You know, weight training and what the coaches are asking of him. Mm-hmm. Do, do they do they feel like he needs to add some more some more bulk? And he says that they've mentioned more strength, but they haven't added they haven't mentioned about adding more weight. Yeah, I don't think he, you want him to get slower, yeah. but he he's about
1: one eighty. Yeah, but he is
0: a really skinny a skinny, skinny one eighty. and you're yeah. wondering if he can you know withstand. Mm-hmm. Um, the pounding you take, now look, he's a willing tackler. I'll right. give him that. He, he doesn't, he's not Asante Samuel. I mean, he'll, right. he'll stick his nose in there. We saw that in the Atlanta game. In fact, that's probably been one of the better parts mm-hmm. of his game. It's, it's in covers that he's been inconsistent.
2: Broadening the scope from just, not just him, but, you know, I mean, out of coming out of training camp, we were like, wow, you know, they've managed to avoid these soft tissue injuries. And we listened to Doug Peterson tell us about all the things right. they're, they're doing to avoid them. And since then it's been a calamity. I mean they've had one after another hamstrings, calves uh s- yeah, so i mean I, I don't understand it uh Is it just something that I mean that can't be prevented I don't know. uh is it I don't know i mean they've they've done everything they've done acupuncture, massages, yeah. stretching uh longer than you know most of us have been married uh yeah.
1: That might be an exaggeration, but
2: uh, I one component of it, and one very
1: small component of it is age. They do. We've talked about their free agency philosophy the last few years of signing these older players with mileage and baggage. Yeah. Which Deshaun Jackson, everybody said this when they signed him. Wow, it's great to have Deshaun back, but the yeah. last several years have been marred by these uh, these injuries that he, yeah. you know, not that he's missed a whole lot of games, but he's been limited by by injuries quite a bit in well, the he, last you know
2: he's the one guy I was I talked to a couple of players who marveled at him after they signed him they said they have never seen him stretch and <laughs> which was kind of scary yeah. and you know he, he's had a history of these problems before like you right. said so he's and and, stretch. and now yeah. he's got the abdominal Yeah. Um, so and I'm not sure that was a real smart idea. He does no
0: stretching. He said when he signed, when the Eagles signed him or traded for him back in March, that you know, uh, I stretch more than I used to. But yeah. I mean, when I see players go through the uh, the morning wor- uh, warm up, which involves stretching, yeah, there's only two players that aren't going through it. Jason Peters, who's getting his own has an own, his own personal much stretch more training, elaborate, getting right. yeah. a much more elaborate, <laughs> going a much more elaborate stretching routine, yeah. and Deshaun just standing off to the side.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, while we're on Deshaun. You know, it, uh, I think some fans were thinking this might be the week that he comes back. I really wasn't because abdominal yeah. injuries don't yeah. heal that fast. But it's sort of, there's a little tinge here of it could be several more weeks. Uh, he's still in rehab. He's not really yeah. doing much of anything. And he had a uh, an Instagram post uh, where he used that cliche about a, a minor setback for a major comeback, which is nothing you really want to hear no, no, after so. a couple of weeks of being yeah. injured. Uh, right. There so there was a
0: report saying that he was going to try and go this week, but that was a few weeks ago. So yeah, something has changed yeah. since then to realize. Well, I just thought
1: it, there was also a report when the injury occurred that he had gotten several opinions from doctors and there was one opinion that advocated surgery, mm. you know, which would indicate like a sports hernia or right. something like yeah. that. So I don't know, but I. Our chances of seeing him full strength, real Deshaun Jackson,
2: anytime soon are not good, I don't but think. Typically, teams like to use the bye week to, to yeah. get that extra week yeah. and then bring guys back that have these kind of injuries. But, with, you know, that's that's a month removed right now. Uh, I think that's what we
1: might be talking
2: about. Yeah, I, I mean, it could be, be with him. Yeah. Uh, with so, some, But with some of these other guys. With some of the other guys, you sure hope, yeah. yeah. It, no, we not. saw
0: in the – Falcons game certainly hurt them not having Deshaun. I don't think it hurt them as much in the Lions game, at least in terms of how they they had a good game plan, I thought. Um, And they, you know, utilizing Mm -hmm. Miles Sanders down the field, they were able to stretch the field that way. This last game, they they didn't stretch the field much. Didn't um, need to. But they really didn't need to because the running game was working very well.
2: I mean, Carson's deep numbers are not good without Deshaun. I mean, he was no. two, two for five with two TDs in the first game with Deshaun, three for 13 since. So,
1: And I don't think they even took a deep shot in Green yeah. Bay, did they? I don't uh, remember. Anything. No.
0: No. Yeah. They did no. not. So this whole kind of uh, element that, that Deshaun brought to the offense is that we were writing about, just yeah. talking about, saw in the first <laughs> yeah. game, yeah. has been just kind of just taken yeah. away from the Eagles. Yeah. And luckily, as we've talk, talked about all offseason, is that they have a plethora of other options and and many other different ways that they can go out there and attack teams and certainly the one we saw this past week was 12 personnel. We've seen it most of the season but with Dallas Goddard hurt, um, that kind of hurt that as well. But he's back full and he played a vital role in certainly the run game and I think we'll see more of him in the past games. Zach Ertz is always there. This Sunday, it's not going to really, I mean, the Jets have a good run defense. They're mm-hmm. big, they're stout up front, unlike the the Packers. So I think they'll obviously run the ball. But you know, I think this will be a Carson Wentz game. What do you guys think? I,
2: I think so too. I think they, they, they probably will use a lot of 12 personnel. Uh, and, and and pass out of it as well as run they can't ign- i mean like you said this is a very good run defense the jets have but they can't completely ignore right. the run i mean they're very good at it they've got one right. of the best offensive they lines go straight can get strength they've got to uh, you know not maybe backs. not get 200 yards
1: but certainly right. be Mix respectable pass yeah. some balance yeah.
0: yeah i mean one thing we've seen uh, over the last few weeks is that Isaac Freeman has kind of gotten uh, over that mm-hmm. that hiccup he had against yeah. the Atlanta Falcons. That being said, he hasn't – I think his problem is against bigger guys. And yeah. the Packers didn't, don't really have that. He was able to kind of, with his athleticism, go to go toe-to-toe with those guys. I wonder what it's going to be like yeah. against the Jets and whether that's something that you're concerned about.
2: And the Jets are supposed to be getting Quinn and Williams back this week. Uh, so he's, he's missed the last body. two games. Yeah, he's a big
0: body to move as well. Jason uh, Kelsey was out of practice on Wednesday – his wife gave birth to, mm-hmm. to their first child. A daughter, yes. A daughter, yeah. yes. Uh, Wyatt. Um, but uh, he had told me beforehand that he wasn't going to miss any games. You yeah. know? So um, you don't to worry yeah. about that. Uh, so he'll be in there as well. Um,
1: I'm not sure the Eagles are going to need to score a whole lot of points this week. Uh, I, I just don't think the Jets are going to, especially if Sam Darnold doesn't play, I don't see how the Jets, even against the Eagles defense, are going to score a lot. Yeah. Uh, I, I I'm not that scared of Jamison Crowder, even running down the field against Craig James. I wouldn't uh, take
2: anything for granted the way this defense is played, yeah, especially early True, in yeah. games.
0: True, I, I don't see any scenario where Sam Darnold can play. Yeah, um, I'm up there, obviously. But it'd be
2: crazy to play. Yeah,
0: he hasn't yet to be cleared for contact. I mean. Right. Coming off the mono, he probably lost some weight. Uh, Who knows how. Yeah, it's uh, not like he's been
1: able to work out a lot during this. No. is your franchise. Why would you
0: risk it?
2: Especially behind a a very below average offensive line. And it's a first year GM and a first year coach.
1: Yeah. So it's not like you're going to get fired any day now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, We've been talking a lot about the pass rush uh, or lack thereof. Uh, they've only had three sacks in four mm-hmm. games. The defensive line has only had two of those sacks. If they, if this isn't a sack game, do we, do we officially sound the alarms?
1: Yes, 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 yes. I'm tired of hearing about hurries. I know hurries mm-hmm. do affect the game, but they don't affect the game like sacks and fumbles and uh, you know forced turnovers do, and uh, yeah. that's what this team needs. And if you can't get it against these guys, then you don't have the right people out there.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, Jim no, has been talking about, he's been kind of waffling a little bit on, on the importance of sacks. He, he's long right. stressed it, uh, and at least you know publicly to us, and certainly privately, we all know about um, his defense and it's, everything's predica- predicated, at least in the passing offense, about what the guys do yeah. on the front. And he also mentioned again this past week that you know as you mentioned last. Sacks are an opportunity to get turnovers. They're an opportunity to force yeah. turnovers yeah. and interceptions. Negative Chip plays, balls, negative. yes. Yeah. More than just negative yard plays. I mean, just the, the worst. I mean, and their job is, he said, to lessen the amount of points scored, to keep points down, and to force turnovers.
2: And you'll hear a lot of coaches talk about getting quarterbacks off their spot. Uh, the hurries the Eagles are getting are not getting quarterbacks off their spot. They're just, they're, yeah. you know, I mean, it's a, we we, saw, we saw a little better yeah. uh, uh, performance this past week against Rodgers. They got good pressure on him, just that he kept extending plays by getting out of the pocket. Well, he's uh, so good at just oh, yeah. sidestepping
1: yeah. pressure and yeah. just knowing were, where he has to go to get the ball away. But they've played several – they've played Stafford and Ryan, yeah. who who both have, you know – kind of completed passes while getting hit in the face, Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. and that's that's just not the gold standard, you know. I mean, that, uh, you have to affect the ball coming out. Yeah. So. Yeah. And,
2: and assuming Luke Fock is who starts this week, Luke Fock is very immobile. So, I mean, he's going to yeah. be there. <laughs> you know, he's not going anywhere. So. Yeah, their fault, basically, <laughs> uh, with oh. the quarterback. Oh, man. Um, oh. Oh, I should point
0: out, though, that the, the defensive unit has been – also afflicted oh, yeah. by injuries, yeah. certainly in the oh, interior. Yeah. And Fletcher Cox, while he did practice full on Wednesday, you know he left the game briefly on that last drive by the Packers. Mm-hmm. He came back, but he's not 100%. And Derek Barnett now, for the third straight week, right. has yeah. a new injury. He's listed now with a groin injury. Yeah, yeah this man, you know,
1: he's young. And uh, this is alarming to me. Uh, it's not super alarming, but it's something... You just don't want to see with a guy that missed half of last season with a shoulder injury, uh, he's got something every week. And yeah. he's the guy that this is built around. You know, if he's not really good, this
2: defense isn't going to work. And they're at a point now, last week and a little bit in the Detroit game, I mean, they've their situation inside is such that they've moved Josh – they're using Josh Sweat, a 256-pound edge rusher, at defensive tackle in nickel situations. I think he played inside about seven of his 26 uh, snaps uh, last week. Didn't look too bad. I mean, it, there's, it certainly, I mean, we've seen in the past yeah. b- with Brandon Graham. You go back to when, when the Giants did it with yeah. Justin Tuck. I mean, it works to put a guy inside with, that can take advantage of a guard's lack of speed. Um, so we'll see. But, I mean, the fact that, that that's where they are right now right. Is, is is concerning. Is. They, they can't afford to move Brandon Graham inside because they need him on the edge because of the fact that, you know, you, what you just mentioned about Barnett, they just don't have any edge rushers. Yeah. You know, last year they could move Bennett in, they could move Graham in because they had Chris Long. That, you know, they had people that, that yeah, could yeah. manage. Vinny Curry edges. hasn't done many, many many, much. No. Uh, inside. Yeah. And he's not getting a lot of snaps, which tells you that they're not real happy with him.
0: Yeah, I wonder. Uh, I thought maybe he would get a little more snaps yeah. especially with yeah. the injuries because again, yeah. you move him inside, he can do pick up some of the injuries, uh, some of the snaps that you thought that Malik Jackson would get. Yeah. But uh, as you mentioned, Michael Bennett, I think that was just a huge loss for them. Yeah, He's one of the best inside rushers in the NFL. Could be um, one of their
2: biggest mistakes of the offseason, letting him go.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, you talk about maybe – I know there's, there's a few reasons why it probably happened. We, they've alluded to, you know – some people have alluded to locker room
2: issues, and yeah. um, and, this, and the, you know supposedly he didn't like uh, the fact that he wasn't playing as many snaps. Look at his snaps in New England right, right now; right. he is playing half of the snaps that he played here. So, but he's got he's got a two year they gave him a two year sixteen million dollar extension, which pretty much is I'm sure is going to satisfy him as it far as much that they
0: actually no. gave him the Eagles could have easily yeah. oh, could have yeah. done that too. Yeah, yeah. I don't. And just the Chris Long thing to me remains. Um, I understand both uh, ends of the argument. Yeah, Eagles, look, we have young guys in yeah. the draft. Them, we have to let them play, and we can't guarantee you a certain number right. of snaps. And then Chris, on his end, he said, "Look, I am not coming back to be a, a role player or a yeah. locker room guy. I'm I want to play what, what I was playing." And essentially, as as a third down rusher.
1: Well, I really like Chris. He's a, one of the most interesting coolest people i've met in the nfl he does wonderful things off the field but that word guarantee that bothered me you know i mean if if things had played out if he were here you know he wouldn't have had a big role starting the season but we've seen how things have gone with these guys they would get him in there he would be playing if the other guys weren't effective he'd be know? playing a lot right he'd be now. playing a lot and i uh, you know
0: he should get, you think he should gamble him on himself? I guess at this point in his career. I would
1: have, but I I understand that he didn't uh, want to, and yeah. I don't really think he wanted to play. I think so. I, mean, I think that, you're right there. I, I mean, not, that's more, I mean, yeah,
2: exactly. More I More the issue. But, yeah, no, but using the renews.
1: word guarantee, to me, if I were running a team, that would be a non-starter for a yeah. guy that, you know, isn't, uh, you know, uh, uh, Khalil Mack or anything like that. Yeah, I think
0: there's probably a little more going on behind the scenes than just that, but... I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, we'll see how they do it at, uh, at the edge rush. Certainly, this is a game where they can pile up snacks and maybe satisfy some people. Um, am I missing anything else, guys? Do you think we should touch on before I sign off here?
1: Yeah. It'll be real interesting to see what the injury situation is at the end of the week, and who's going to go and who isn't going to go, and, and what the lineup is going to look like. There's a few things that are unsettled here. Uh, you know the Eagles are huge, huge favorites in yeah. this game, double-digit favorites. I'm reluctant on that because this is a team that's trailed by double digits in every game they played. Yeah. Uh, I, I just don't. Every time you see the Eagles with a with a, every, what everybody presumes is going to be a blowout, it isn't. Yeah. Uh, I, so I. I they need to pay real close attention to winning this yeah. game because they sure have some tough games coming up. Probably without some key people, as it looks right yeah. now.
0: Yeah. I agree. I thought the Eagles would blow out the Lions or at least cover in that game, and we all know what happened there. Um, I think I'm picking the Eagles with the points um, yeah. this yeah. week. I just think the Jets. I'm not are sure week. yet. I, I just think the Jets are so I... bad. are yeah. not going to have the Lions. Not going to change much whether Darnold plays, and I, and I don't think he's going to play. And I just feel like this again. The firepower on this offense, I feel like they they they're still close. They're still put averaging over thirty points a game. Is that correct? They're still close yeah. to like yeah. all of a sudden. They haven't played a great offensive game from start to finish. That's true. I mean, when that happens, look out. And I think yeah. it, it could happen at some point, certainly against this defense. Yeah. So I'm gonna. Pick, I think I'm picking the Eagles like 30, thirty thirty five. Um, 17, 35, yeah. 20,
2: something like that. I mean, I'm picking them to win, but I, I, that 14 points is a lot. I'm not going to pick them to cover.
1: Yeah, I'm, I haven't made my pick yet. I'm, gonna, I'm really going back and forth on that. It's, it, I, I have a lot of the same issues Damo has. I'm not sure this is going to be a blowout.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, thanks for listening to the Birds Eye View podcast. That's our preview of the Eagles Jets game. We will talk to you afterwards. Again, please read all of our stuff got a bunch of great stories coming up this weekend at inquire.com. Subscribe. Um, I think we have a deal going on, right? I believe so. Oh, we always have a yeah. deal going on. We always have some sort of deal going on. So I mean, you, know, you don't have to pay full price to read us, right? <laughs> Although <laughs> heaven knows it's worth it. Yes, absolutely. Uh, all right, well, for Les Bowen, Paul Domowicz, I'm Jeff McClain. This is the Birds Eye View podcast.